Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's of kid treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards. Like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest. We're on air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. If you're laying in bed and you just like the alarm just went off and you're you're making those noises we all make, which is uh, uh, uh and that song comes on, it may push you out a little faster to get yeah, caught. I agree. That's the idea. Or I could play a really sad slow song, but I think that's good. <laughs> all right, guys. It is already August first. No. Here we go. You know what it is today. The first of the month. Wake up. Wake up, wake up. The first day of school for San Bernardino Unified. Told you. back. Congratulations. You're Why back. congrats? You know, they congrats. got to go back to school shopping. I'm sure it was really exciting to pick out their first, yeah, no, uh, their I, outfit I, for I, the I first day wait. of school today. Yeah, not in July. Let's do it in August. Yeah. Well. So that is, yeah, they're back to school already with every day and week that goes by. We're going to have a list of districts back to school, back at it again. I think like we were just saying last day of school for this place and that place and this school and that school now silver how was your weekend Sisney? it was fun it was kind of you know filled with a lot of family but some relaxation and now we're back it was very hot in palm springs <laughs> yeah it's well i mean this time of year in the desert <laughs> I it's know. Out. But the temperature swing is big you know when it's hot in in the day and you see what it cools down to sometimes at night it's yeah. a big swing the nights were really really ni- nice and peaceful but yeah we had a really good good time i took a pilates class good for you i'm yes. trying to get back into pilates Did, were you into it i was hurts, into it and yeah. then i stopped hurts my crotch so my really i mean get, I, to hold it you know and they're like Ugh. but you know it's funny because it's one of those things my friend antonio tells me about it a few months ago mm-hmm. and he says uh it's life-changing and his body looks really good mm-hmm. i said what are you doing he goes i'm doing pilates i said are you good at it? he said i wasn't at first but it, it like tightens everything up and yeah. i feel great and i'm like you look incredible so i signed up for a class and i was the it was the first time for me and everyone else had been in the class before and you know when you go to a class for the first time i know it was a lot of pressure it's so it's like walking into a school 
and school has started and kids have already been sitting next to each other and yeah. you transfer and you walk in. Yeah. Or they it's already like, like read the book over summer and like you didn't and you're like, and, what? And also when the instructor is kind of trying to like tell you specifically you're not yeah. doing it right but it's hard it's so it hard. looks so easy but wouldn't you it rather than tell you so that you're doing it correctly absolutely yeah, yeah. i do too but, but you know i'm just you apologizing to, you have to pull the cores and you're like how many do i you're but, looking but, at the other person <laughs> but i've i've seen that machine for so long thinking that can't be too tough yeah <laughs> the muscle the soreness that yeah. i feel in places i never knew i had have you ever taken a pilates class tubs no i've done yoga not pilates though when was the last time you did yoga uh, probably a couple months ago. It's been a little while. I bet you're pretty wow. tight now. I am. Yeah, stretch your lower out. back. Yeah. How's your hip I stretch flexor? It, uh, I stretch at home a lot. So mm-hmm. I I went and I learned some of the moves, and then I kind of just did it at home. Mm-hmm. He lifted the moves. <laughs> yeah. What time do you stretch? When do you stretch? <laughs> uh, all the time. Good yeah. stuff. Anyway, Pilates. I'm gonna try and stick to it. You know, it's like my surfing, right? I'm gonna try and stick to mm-hmm. it. You know what else I did this weekend? I what? listened to uh, Zachary Levi's book on oh. Audible. I heard he's coming on. Is that today? Yeah, that's today. Oh, and I, I was like, I started it just kind of thinking like, oh, I'm going to skim through this a little bit. But I just started listening to the first chapter and was hooked the entire wow. book. So he talks about, did he, I mean, I guess you heard this. He talks about a mental breakdown. Yeah. So it's really interesting. Like you see this, it's like Star of Shazam and like all the amazing things that he has done. Yet he suffers, you know, from a lot of like mental health issues, I guess you can say. And that's what he says in his memoir. He goes deep into like, you know, his childhood being raised by his mom. And it's kind of about breaking the cycle about like the way he was raised. It's like, it's not, he realized it's not his fault that his mom treated him that way because she was raised a certain way by her parents. And so it's like really important if you're raised in a toxic environment like that to break the cycle. And that's what he talks about in this book. Kind of. All right. So he's coming on. Yeah. Uh, and Shazam too. Helen Mirren is going to be his co-star. Nice. So this morning it is 102.7 Kiss FM. Almost time for Ryan's Roses once we get into the 7 o'clock hour. And she got a very ominous phone call that made her suspicious. Okay, Her husband says it was nothing, but she can't quite shake the feeling. So that is coming up. Her husband says, that's eh, nothing. 740. Tanya, you have a pitch real quick? Yeah, I have a pitch, but before I pitch my pitch, I just have a couple questions for you guys. First of all, I love a great pitch. Is this a show pitch? Yes, so it's something that I would like want to incorporate into the show. So we're basically doing the post-show meeting here at the beginning of the show. Yes, so can I ask you guys a couple questions? This has not been covered in the meeting. Not been covered in the sure, meeting. Sure, ask away. Would you like to lower your anxiety? Sometimes. Sure. In general? Would you like to lower your blood pressure? Is mine high? Yeah, mine's not high. Mine's fine. All right. Would you like to boost your heart health? Um, Mine's fine. Sure. I think it's okay, too. You guys. What? Yes, you want to boost your heart health. Mine's good. I just Uh, got So why not boost it? I I just had a physical. Yeah, me too. Mm -hmm. Well, that didn't go as well as planned. Well, you Uh, just asked questions. We gave you answers. How did it not go well? Because I want to pitch this idea that we have a hug alarm on the show. So just wanting one of those things to improve, and we said anxiety is enough to continue with the pitch. Okay. Okay, Okay, great. So I think we should have a hug alarm. So maybe we can set it depending on, you know, time, maybe twice a morning where we have an alarm that goes off. We don't know when it's going to go off. And when it goes off, we all have to hug each other. (sighs) Can't we just sound the alarm? Uh, COVID times. No, no, no. Because Mm. hugging, it releases... um, uh, it releases endorphins, serotonin, no, 
oxytocin. Mm, okay. No, I get it. I'm all here for hugs. I just, um, like, I'd rather hug Michael or my kids. Yeah. Love you guys. But. And none of which are here. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'd rather hug Michael too. So. Um, Can we hug ourselves? Can we go like this? Is this the same thing? No, 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 Why? no. Why? I feel, I feel think about hugging. Can you think about all of that? Or maybe the hug alarm allows Can you to Can we just say something nice on. about each other? No. Maybe it's words it's of like affirmation. I don't act. like to be touched by other people. I don't either. I'm not a cover. How many times have I said that? How do you not get that about you know what? My this anxiety is, why, is rising. This is why I asked you the questions beforehand because I knew you guys were going to poo-poo it, but I think it's a it's really good idea. It's not a poo-poo. It's a health issue. So you're going to, our blood pressure is going to go down then go back up because we're going to be hugging strangers. I know. No, not strangers, each other. Well, you guys don't live in my household. I know. No, we do it now while we're on the show. No. Cue the alarm. I don't want to hug. I don't have an alarm. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> What, what alarm do you have in the queue? Tubbs, sound the alarm. What alarm do you sound have? Sound the hug alarm now. I don't, I don't have I don't a hug alarm. Did you give it to someone else? It's on the board. This is a hug emergency. Hug now. Hug yourself. <laughs> can we give a hug sound effect? Like, what if we had a hug sound effect? We can make a sound effect of us hugging. Yeah, like, you guys, I think this is a great idea. I think we do it for the show, and maybe you guys can bring it to your household. So, like your household, you could do I a like hug. Why don't we start I there? I like that. Let's I'll start, start there. My Forget house. the show. Let's no, start at home. Oh, we're starting. I'm not. No, no, no. Do this no. with Becca. Let's start you at can home. do this with Becca on your podcast. No. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a great idea to say, "Hey, guys, at home, try this." And that is a good idea. Pitch. Yeah, I say right. we start in our households. I love the alarm. Can, can I get cute. the alarm on my phone? I can use that at home. But nobody right? wants to can hug I their coworkers. Nobody wants it. Mm -hmm. Matter of yes. fact, we're not even allowed to. I don't think. And COVID times, we have to wear masks in the building right now. They're like we have to get unencouraging us. Yeah. Oh, you Tanya, guys. sometimes timing. Sometimes, sometimes timing. Sometimes it's just like this would have been uh, great in 2019. Well, it's 2022 <laughs> right now, and I want a hug alarm. We'll take the hug yeah, alarm home to Robbie. Take it again. We don't want it. This is a hug emergency. <laughs> no. Hug now. <laughs> but that's the thing. You can't just hug now. What if you're listening in, this, in line at the yeah. store in your AirPods? Perfect. Turn around and hug somebody. No, that's no. the point. No, Tanya. Oh, my god. The health department is on the phone. They'd like to have We're a word. Dr. Barbara Ferrer. <laughs> oh, you don't want Dr. Barbara coming after you. She got her own, she got her own row at the Mana concert. She didn't even want to be next to anybody. Mm -hmm. All right, here's Tanya. Here, hit record on your phone or whatever and play it. This is a hug emergency. Hug now. <laughs> I think it's so cute. I want, I'm going to bring it home. Uh. <laughs> oh my gosh, aggressive. It's the steamboat whistle. Steamboat. I know. Uh, you brought that in too. It's right next to your hug alarm. <laughs> I got two things from you on your phone the steamboat whistle and the hug alarm. You're welcome. So, we all do this while driving. Research says it's a huge mistake, and that is using GPS. Using GPS while you drive has been linked to future mental decline. The more you use it, the more you hurt your brain. No way. I don't know the science, but I'm just telling you what I read. You can research the science on that. I can see how it can hurt your brain in the long term because you're just relying on this technology. You're not like thinking about like, oh, that's exercising the Thomas Guide muscle. Um, today's quote. You deserve to be loved without having to hide parts of yourself that you think are unlovable. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Kiss FM headlines with Sissini. 
So President Joe Biden has tested positive for COVID-19 again just days after he recovered from his previous case of the virus. He is not experiencing any symptoms, but will self-isolate again. Long Beach and Los Angeles County health officials will give out 950 cans of baby formula to eligible families amid a nationwide shortage. The distribution will start tomorrow at four locations on different days throughout the week. And a single bought ticket in Chicago, a suburb in Chicago, beat the odds and won the Mega Millions jackpot of $1.337 billion. According to the MegaMillions.com, there was only one jackpot winning ticket in the draw Friday night. Could you imagine just having that one ticket? It was bought at a Speedway gas station, but in Chicago. On Air with Ryan Seacrest. All right, your Ryan's Roses call is in a few minutes. She um, has got this... A whole suspicion going on. But her husband says, don't worry about it. It's nothing. She doesn't believe him. She doesn't trust him. That's coming up at 7.40 here. This is a hot emergency. Oh, my gosh. How does she have control of the board? How do you have the button? You guys, time to hug. Hug yourself. Hug, hug, hug. I love me. I love me. (laughs) All right. Why can't we just do it like that? That's That's fine, fine. but don't do it so begrudgingly. Like, hug and really love yourself. I felt it. This is a hug emergency. Hug now. Mm. My shoulders are tight. So, Rachel, good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? Super good. So, go ahead. What you need? So, I'm helping uh, plan a bachelorette party for my friend, and it's a whole weekend in Scottsdale, Arizona. And the place we booked um, is a four-night minimum, and everyone else was only going for three nights. So I offered to go up the first night to, like, help set up and food shop and everything like that. Um, but the rest of the girls want to split it just for the nights they're staying, which means I would be spending $1,000 on the Airbnb for myself for just one night. Oh, my and gosh. I just... I don't know what to do now. It's not like, fair. I don't even want to go anymore. I mean, it's just not fair no. that you've offered to go set up, and they won't share that cost with yeah, you. Yeah, just split the cost four ways. That's the that's the price for the weekend. Doesn't matter nights. Like I agree with you. That's the I mean, cost for the weekend. It is a four night minimum. So if you want the house, you got to pay the minimum and you got to share it equally or it's off. It's off. Oh. Who's in control of the booking? Uh the maid of honor is so, I think she's got to be th- direct. Well, let's align with the maid of honor to say maid of honor. The house is for four nights. And maybe do a Group text. The house is for four nights. If we want the house, we all share. If we don't want to share, we don't take the house. And you and yeah. you can bail. I I think the I don't know how many how many people. It's uh thirteen of us. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! It probably comes out to like you, what is it three hundred bucks maybe for like yeah, four nights? A little over. Yeah. So listen, you're gonna have more people on your side that aren't gonna want to not split it fairly. Well, yeah, you know no, everyone's I mean? going to be not on her side because everyone's going to be on her side. No, no, they're not because they're only saying three nights, but it's not, but about it's not the three nights. nights. It's guys. It's about four nights. It doesn't matter. You come for two, you come for four, you come right. for three. It's a four night booking. Yes, we share it or we don't do it. That's it. And you're going to have 13 people are going to be on there. And I think you'll get more to agree with you than not. So you'll be in, mm-hmm. you'll be in control of this. Yeah. I'm just like afraid of confronting them because like I want it to be I don't want the weekend to be about me I want it obviously to be about my friend it's not about you it's about what's fair how about you know you book the place whatever it's the four night minimum but then you don't go up that first night you go up the the 
second night with everybody else. Yeah. So you can say, hey, I wasn't there. Yeah, I wasn't We're there. The we, we all yeah. the same. We all did three nights, whatever, which is so stupid. Because I know, because now they don't get the This is the whole help. thing. Bachelorette parties, bachelor yeah, parties. I mean, there's always what a little a disaster. drama. But once you're there, it is going to be a lot of fun. You know, you know it'll be fine. But. All right. Well, Rachel, you have some guidance. Good luck. And here comes the bride. All right. <laughs> I just feel like Rachel's not that close to the bride if she's feeling like that, too. No. I just think that everyone's ganging up on her. But if you send a group text of 13 people and say, hey, look. I'm not going. It's a four-night minimum. We're all sharing it. Yeah. More people are going to agree with you than not. I think the problem is they've already discussed this, and it's like they're not agreeing. Mm-hmm. Well, then she should bail. No, they're not her friend. Well, I mean, that's aggressive, but okay. I think the wedding should be canceled. Okay. Oh, my all God. Right. Zachary Levi is like looking in a mirror. How are you? Good <laughs> to see you. <laughs> it is, bro. I mean, really. I mean, like yeah. Just, lot. Except you have height and a little more youth. But it's great to have you back. <laughs> Uh, oh, it's we gonna were, be back. Thanks, man. We were just talking about you know every time that you're on after you leave, we're like, gosh, wouldn't it be great to be around that energy and around him? And he just exude like you exude joyfulness and you exude happiness, and it surprised me so much to hear because I thought you were coming on. Oh, Shazam too, going to talk about you know co-starring with Helen Mirren. It's probably why he's going to be here. And then I was reading while you're coming on, I was shocked by it. Uh, I, I, I guess a lot of people have been. Is that the case? I mean, yeah, I think it's safe to assume that a lot of people have definitely been taken a bit by surprise to learn that so much of the, you know, plucky, happy-go-lucky Zachary Levi that they've known to come and come to come to know and, and hopefully love um, is somebody that struggles a lot, man, has has gone through a lot of struggles. By the way, I will come back and talk Shazam too with you. At okay, some good. We'll, we'll, we'll cover all that. good Helen Mirren is the dopest. Um, but, but yeah, man, I mean, look, I, I went through a massive breakdown five years ago and basically came to the point where I, I just didn't want to live anymore. And I fortunately was surrounded by friends and family who helped to kind of, you know, bolster me enough to get me to this really intensive, life-changing, life-saving therapy. And um, in the process of that, I learned so many things. But, you know, one of the biggest was that I didn't understand what it meant to love myself. I didn't understand self-love. People had talked about that throughout my life. Uh, I assumed that I loved myself. I wasn't actively hurting myself. At least I didn't think so. Um and so that was a massive revelation. And then along with that, you know, I was able to go and talk about that in that journey a bit when I was promoting the first Shazam and Harper Collins heard some of those podcasts and said, Hey, we think there's a book here. And would you want to write a book about your time? And I look as, as, as long, I was like, listen, as long as, if, if you feel like this is going to help people, then I'm mm-hmm. absolutely totally good with, with, you know, going to those places. And it's, look, the book is very real. It's very raw. It's, it's, it's a very vulnerable take on my life. But, um, you know, people ask are, you know, was that, was that scary for you? And I would say every single time I've ever chosen to truly be vulnerable, it has only led to positive things in my life and the lives of those around me. Well, Zachary, so Zachary Levi with us, you, you talked about hitting rock bottom there with yourself. What got you out of it? Like, how, what is the help mechanism for people listening who are feeling certain symptoms like that? 
Well, I think uh, it, it was a couple of, well, more than a couple. It was, it was a lot of different things. I went to this therapy. I learned a lot of different modalities. I, I mean, I had a psychiatrist, a psychotherapist, a dialectic behavioral therapist, art therapist, meditation therapist, life coach. Jeez. I mean, I, it, was, it was an intensive mm-hmm. thing. So I learned a lot of things clinically, but I will say that one of the biggest attributes was of me trying to, you know, really kind of turning a corner was there was a woman that was there working at this place that I went to. And she was what they, they call com- a companion. She's basically like a middle-aged woman who was semi-retired, was a wife and mother, and but, you know, had deep empathy and was there to, you know, people like myself who were there were very, very, very depressed. And it's very difficult to get very depressed people to get up and take care of themselves in the morning and get them off to their appointments. And so that was her job. And, you know, she, there was a couple of them that would rotate through, but she was kind of the main one that I had most of the time. And she was literally God's love incarnate, man. She was, Mm -hmm. she, God used that woman to be a mother's love for me to just, if nothing else, kick on the pilot light to get that thing going just enough for me to start loving myself really probably for the first time. And I think that's one of the things, that's why the book, you know, I, I, I call it radical love because I think that we really have to come to the point of, radically loving ourselves, radically loving ourselves first and foremost, so that we can radically love everyone outside of us beyond that. We think that we do a good job of that, but I don't think that we do, not to get too biblical, but like, you know, Jesus talked about, well, it's easy to love those who love you. That's that's not really love. It's like, are you loving your enemy and praying for your persecutor? Like, are you doing that kind of stuff? Because that's real love. And then to to quote uh, Thomas Aquinas, who kind of took it all the way from Aristotle way back before, but love is not like. Like is a subjective feeling. It's like, oh, I like this and I like that. Love is not just amplified like. To love something is to will the good of that thing, to will the good of someone else, even someone you might not like. Even someone that you might have and need to have incredible, intense boundaries with. And we need to, oftentimes. There are a lot of people that are still doing a lot of nonsense and bad things in the world and bad things in our lives. That doesn't mean you just allow them carte blanche access. You're not just radically forgiving and being like, it's all good and you can do whatever you need to do. No, 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 no. To radically forgive, I mean, look, that's another to to quote. I don't even know who said this, but it's the tale is all this time. To, To, you know, unforgiveness is like, drinking poison, hoping that the other person will die. Mm -hmm. And we all sit around with all of this unforgiveness in us because we want that other person to know how much they've hurt us or how much damage they've done to our lives. That's not getting you anywhere. It's not helping you get farther in your life. You have got to allow yourself to recognize that all the people who have abused you in your life are all products of their own environments. Mm -hmm. Every single one of them. My mom was a super abusive woman, not because she wanted to be, not because she even thought she was. It was because she was first abused by her mother, who was abused by her parents, who were abused by their parents. You got to break the cycle. You got to break the cycle, guys. And that's where, you know, that's really what the book is about. It's all that kind of stuff. Listen, I, be, be, you're, it's like therapy hearing yeah, you talk. Like, I mean, I feel well, like it's so, preach. And I, have preach. To say, I, I listened to your book, Zachary, on Audible. So I would highly recommend that for people because it's him reading it to you. So I, yeah. I've listened to it all in one day. Very compelling. Oh, fantastic. Well, good. I'm glad it was, I'm glad it was uh, digestible enough to be able to get through it. It's, <laughs> it, it, it the, the audio, I did record myself. So if anybody is a fan of like Tangled and Flynn Rider, it's like having Flynn Rider. <laughs> Honestly, it is like that. <laughs> um, yeah, I, you know, to hear it in your own voice, Zachary Levi's got it radical is. love, learning to accept yourself and others out now. Great talk, good information, and uh, such a, a wonderful springboard for anybody that's going through that to uh, know that you can break the cycle. Yeah. And, and so we're we, not we, alone. 
we look forward to having you back not alone and you're not alone and you're not alone and you're not alone so true sorry go ahead no no worries um we look forward to having you back soon thanks for coming on man thanks continue to success bye zachary levi you know i like his voice so much i probably would listen to it too no it's really it's really good and one of the things that was the biggest takeaway i think for me was how he broke down how people want to fix themselves versus heal so fixing and healing are like two different things and it's so much more important to heal from something and actually go through the process than it is to just try to put a band-aid on it Sissy, i might listen to your voice read the book mm. that was pretty good <laughs> on air on air with ryan seacrest Kiss FM. It's time for Ryan's Roses. Dear Ryan and Sissini, this is from Amanda in Culver City. I got a call from an unknown number. A woman said your husband is cheating on you and hung up. I asked him about it, and he swears he's not cheating, and it's just spam. I mean, that is stirringly bothersome. So, Amanda, thank you for coming on. Did you recognize the woman's voice? Uh, no, no, I, she just said it so fast and then hung up immediately. I mean, it doesn't make any sense that somebody random would call and say that to you. Did you try calling the number back? Um, you couldn't, there's no Carl ID, so there wasn't so any no. number to call back. Oh my God. Uh, no number. All right, so that happens. Yeah, I, it spooks you, of course, right? You're rattled by it. Now you go to your husband. Walk us through what you said and what he said. Um, I mean, I told him exactly what happened, right? I said, I just got this unknown number and this lady has said your husband's cheating on you what the hell is going on and he was i mean he looked shocked right but then was like swore up and down that he wasn't cheating said it's probably just spam like you know and i was like why would this be spam there was or like us it wasn't a scam right so like what do you mean and he said like oh well they're probably just making sure it's a real number you know you picked up and so now you're just gonna get a bunch of telemarketer calls and that was like he that was it that was all he like didn't want to talk about it i don't buy it i think this is legit as a matter of fact amanda hold on one second i hate to say that but i don't know why anybody would do that doesn't add up so a phone rings unknown number she answers and a woman on the other end says your husband is cheating on you and hangs up i just don't think that's random Hmm. it could i mean this could be like the start of a scam or something like but, but, maybe but, that but, number but, calls back and then you're trying to get more information. Uh, I don't know. But then her husband says, oh, don't worry about it. It's fine. I, I, well, it's not I, fine, I, I, but. Well, don't worry about it. Yeah. It's spam. All right, Amanda, I need you to say, Ryan, you have my permission to call and then your husband's name. Go ahead. Ryan, you have my permission to call. We're going to call him right now. Be very quiet. Stay on the line. Okay. You're going to hear everything. Don't say a word until we tell him he's on the air. All right? Good luck. Hello? Hi, is this Jacob? Uh, yeah. Hi, my name is Lauren. I'm calling from Lolo's Flowers. We actually deliver in the Culver City area and like on the west side and we're offering local residents today a promotion. Oh my God. Oh, okay, I told my wife, I'm not cheating. I well, I just want to know if you wanted to send free roses to anybody that you stop, would like to. Stop, 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 stop. It's Ryan's roses on Kiss FM. Is, is Ryan there too? Hi. 
Hi. Your voice is being broadcast on the radio. I need you to know that. Mm-hmm. We have your oh, wife, Amanda, yeah. on the line. Jacob, you know how this goes. So, yeah, that's, this is us. Amanda's on the phone. She told us everything. So who are you cheating with? What? I, I know she Look, I'm not cheating no, but, with anyone. Yeah, but the other woman called your wife and yeah. told her. Look, she knows. I, I, no, okay, look, I know she thinks that I'm cheating and that sucks. But I tried to assure her, and now I will try to assure, to assure you that I am not. She got some random call that doesn't mean anything. But why would a random call k- say that? And why are you so I, angry? I yeah, and you're very aggressive, Jacob. Yeah, scary. Uh, look, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm sorry. Look, I'm just frustrated, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, look, it, it could have been a wrong number, a, a, a scam, I don't know, a prank. There are a million explanations for this, but I'm telling you, I am not cheating, and I'm sorry she got you involved in this. So, look, I think I know who it is. Oh. Wait. Babe, what, what are you saying? Amanda, who do you think it is? That's new news to us. I yeah, I I didn't want to say anything because I didn't I didn't I didn't want it to be true, but like Jacob, it sounded like Trina. Oh my god. Who's Trina? Who's Trina? That name. Trina is Jacob's ex girlfriend and um they dated right before we got together and she has always hated me and I mean she would like absolutely nothing more than break us up. She is so right, well hold on, that together. changes the score here, Amanda. If it was Trina, she could be doing that just to rattle you and he's not cheating. So now you've got me on the fence. Oh, I just I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want it to be true, right? Like how horrible but is now, that? And so I thought But if she she's never liked you done. or wanted him to be happy with you, then it is likely that she could be just making that up. Yeah, I really don't think it's I mean, Trina. Is Trina I mean, she's single, single, Jacob? And she, yeah, absolutely. She is. Yeah. All right, I, uh, Jacob. I follow her on Instagram, I, so like, yeah. Why don't do you speak what, with what, Trina, Jacob? What you do? You, are you in communication what, 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 with Trina, Jacob? No, I'm not. Uh, hold on. You follow her on Instagram? Yeah, Jacob. Look, I know this is weird, but like. Let's take a deep breath, okay? Like, I I know this is weird, but, like, obviously we got to, like, I didn't know how else to bring this up. I didn't know what to say to you. So, like, I mean, have you have you seen her? Has she shown up? Uh, okay. Uh, look, I, I ran into her a few weeks ago. All right? Oh I was parking my car. Here we go. My, well, oh, hold on. Hold on a second. I was parking my car on the street, and she was walking by, and I and said, "Hey, to me. it was no big deal." Why didn't you tell me? That was it. Why didn't you tell me? Be- because I know you hate her, and I didn't want to ruin your day. And it was nothing. It was absolutely nothing. <sighs> All right, so Jacob, you ran into her, and now Trina from that is calling, saying your husband's cheating because she wants you back. Is that the case? I, I mean, maybe. I don't. I don't know who who exactly called and who left the message, but it's very possible. All right, uh, Amanda. That, that, uh, here's what's yeah. going to happen. I think the three of you guys need to get on the phone. Let's just get right to Trina, and you give her a piece of your mind, and let her say what she needs to say, and then evaluate what's going on here. But it's just like, I mean, it's possible Jacob ran into her, didn't tell you about it, and she does not want you guys to be together, and would call and say that. It's very plausible. Thank you, Amanda. Thank you, Jacob. Good luck. 102.7 KISS FM. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. 
Tanya, why are you all smiles about Ryan's Roses? No, it was because the Doja Cat song, you said it wrong again, but you were just scone and hot, so I just let let it go. Well, I am scone and hot. Yeah. Scone and hot? No, you said I am hot get it, scone. Yeah. Get it, yeah. Uh, listen, I got a lot going on. I just went, I, we just did a Ryan's Roses, and Amanda did not tell us the full story. So here's the deal Amanda Jacob married. Amanda says, I think my husband's cheating because a woman called from an unknown number and said, Your husband's cheating and hung up. Well, Amanda didn't tell me she recognized the voice to be his ex-girlfriend. So it was his ex-girlfriend because Jacob didn't tell Amanda he had just run into her the other day. But we still don't know if it was the ex, but it is a high well, probability. Come on. It makes a lot of sense now. The ex, Trina, never wanted Amanda and Jacob to be together. Trina sees Jacob. It's top of mind. So she calls and says that to Amanda. Mm -hmm. So the question is, did Jacob do anything wrong here? Yeah. He kept, what did some, he, do wrong? he kept something from his wife. He ran into his ex yes. arbitrarily and didn't tell her. Yes. I feel like you maybe should mention that. Well, also, maybe when his wife Amanda goes to him and says, hey, I got this weird call. Exactly. He could say, oh, my gosh. That was I'll the bet time. bet that's you know who doing you know what because she doesn't want you know what, you know? Exactly. So he is covering something up. He had a, mo he had a chance to actually be honest with her, but he didn't. But Amanda wasn't honest with us. Well, I mean, well yeah, but she doesn't owe us anything. No, I mean, but it would have been nice yeah, to know that nice. she thought it was the ex-girlfriend. So I'm just trying to figure out, is Jacob cheating or not? Uh, Tasha, good morning in Pacoima. Go ahead. You heard Ryan's Roses. You're on with us. I did. Yeah. So here's the thing. If I had a checklist to confirm whether or not someone's a cheater, I mean, he checks all the boxes. Like, not. Well, he's like, very, very aggressive and defensive about all uh, of it. Absolutely. That's one of the things. Is guilt, the angry one being confronted. Check. Anger. Anger. And then, yeah. Yeah, and then also hiding information from the girlfriend, that's suspicious as well. That's a check for me because the exact same thing happened to me and my ex. The whole thing went down. He asked, he somehow ran into her but then kept it from me, and then I find out that they're hanging out a lot more and start hooking up. So, it's so like maybe, he didn't, maybe he didn't just run into her. Maybe they were hanging out, and maybe Trina is telling the truth because she wants to split him up. This one, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But Jacob's... Yeah. Yelling and his yeah, he's aggressive angry. reactions like smells like a I mean, smoke it's cloud of guilt. Red flags for sure. Red flags right. for sure. Mm. All right, Tasha, thanks for calling. So she'd been through it. Tasha been through it, and it turned out that he was doing something. Yeah, with his ex. I mean, the fact that there's an ex lingering when you're married is just so annoying. And also, right, no matter how this pans out, that's right. all bad. Yeah, like move on. But you know what's interesting? Tell me. This ex, right? Not a part of their lives, but obviously she's so focused on this ex. She can't let it go. She can't let it go. But it's so toxic and destructive for mm -hmm. the ex, and she's bringing it into their world as well. Mm -hmm. Which doesn't need to be there, but it's because it's on top of her mind, she's like bringing it in. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. First day of August. I can't get it out of my head. I don't even really want to say it. Oh, you know? I think it's fine. No, it's not fine if you're going back to school soon or almost around well, the corner. They had their summer. Oh, don't they, they, they? <laughs> I live vicariously through them. If someone's going back to school right now, that means they got off like end of May. Like I'm um, San Bernardino students. That's Sissini. I'm Ryan. I'm fighting <laughs> for more time off. I think they're excited. They have their first day of school outfits. It's 
I love the first day of school. Mm. I love the first of the month. Yeah. All right, let's go around the room. What are your loves? <laughs> let's see. Uh, I mean, what's your, what, what do you love? What do you love these days? You know, I love a steak. Yes, I do know that. I love a baronade sauce. Uh, All right, listen, let's get to this trending report. So, Tony, explain, frame this up for us. Okay, well, it's been a full weekend that we've had renaissance. Um, my f- From Beyonce. From Beyonce. My favorite, favorite song is Summer Renaissance. And then my second favorite, favorite song is Cozy. And Cozy has kind of been making the rounds because it's a little bit of like that. It's that body positive. Like it's that powerful anthem. Um on the album, you know, cause she's talking about being comfortable in her skin and, and all that stuff. But when you start to listen to it, you, I think she's referencing that 2014 elevator fight. So I don't know if you guys remember, it was the Met Gala 2014 and there was video footage that leaked to the press of Solange, Beyonce's sister smacking Jay-Z. Well, no one ever really confirmed what happened or why, but the rumors were because um, they said that Jay-Z was disloyal to Beyonce. So what does she say in the song? So in the song, there's lyrics and she says, she's a god, she's a hero, she survived all she'd been through, confident and she lethal. Might I suggest you don't F with my sis because she comfortable in my skin, cozy with who I am. I think she's talking about me. <laughs> talking about you? <laughs> <laughs> about that one like sis it was a joke sis get it okay oh, oh no i didn't get it oh, like, what, did, wow. what don't i know that about you that you didn't 100 miles per hour over okay well sorry she's got me into the surgery of these lyrics and then you say that and i'm concerned for you i'm like wait what happened that i don't know about right, so you're right. throwing me it's a monday guys i've just started living with this album i think oh, it was a plan so it was a plan her name sissony okay got mm-hmm. it now thank you let's go back to the things we love um Okay, so that's really fascinating if it is. Well, obviously, it's got everybody wondering and thinking and talking, so it, it like gives a new life to the story and to the images and the things we thought about back then now, well, and but it's, it's also raw, real, and if it happened that way, it's so honest and vulnerable. And the thing is, she mentioned it on her album Lemonade, so it's like, but the fact that she keeps bringing it up, I feel as though it's kind of like she's referencing it, like, this made a huge impact on my life, and she's still not fully past it. You know what I mean? Like, it's or, or still she there. Is, or she is, and they have worked past it and through it, which it seems like they have, but this is just her going back in time for the sake of being open and honest with her fans. Well, the thing is, I feel like with Jay-Z and Beyonce, they're so private, we have no idea what goes on. Like, no idea. I've seen, I don't know, we've seen the documentary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that right? was like so just about her performance at Homecoming and then like a little know, I still bit feel of like I, was, I felt like I was inside. Right, me too. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> What's up? Uh, all right, circling back to Sissini, uh, what if it was about Sissini? Then I would be like, this is so cool. That's what I'm saying. When you said that, I'm like, <laughs> it's about Sissini? Wow. I mean, we really don't know. Do we know? We don't. No, we don't know. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Jack Harlow, first class on 102.7. Kiss I'm put you FM. First class up in the sky. Luke Bryan singing some falsetto there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Got my little, you know, falsetto. I got a little falsetto game. I feel, have you, have you team, have you ever done a collaboration with anyone in hip hop or pop? Um, You know, we've done, I, 
in a few years ago, me and uh, Jason Derulo did JD. some some yeah. some CMT stuff. Uh, I have something pending right now that I've actually been so uh, you know Ryan Tedder and I yeah, know each great. other pretty well, and he linked me up. Um, I guess I can. I don't need to. I don't need to get in front of myself, but I'm I'm working with some stuff through Ryan for mm-hmm. some pretty cool stuff. Um, but I've been so crazy busy. I've been in the studio doing my stuff, mm-hmm. and then with everything. But once I get a minute, uh, me and Ryan are going to kind of link up and do All something. Right, so there you go. Look for that. Uh, oh, yeah. So Sissy Tanya, Luke Bryan filled in this morning for Kelly Ripa, and he's a natural. Oh, that well. is adorable wow. that the two of you did that together. Well, we had a good time. It was. Uh, <laughs> it's always fun, and and I, I I told Ryan, and you know, for years you you try to get comfortable being i think that's what american idols really uh been really great for me is because there's so much time in front of the camera yeah yeah you don't even know you're in front it becomes where you don't even realize the camera's on you you mm-hmm. just doing your deal and so the first four or five years when i'd go like even coming on early in my career i'd be so nervous i couldn't be myself and you would always be stressed about, well, did I look, was I myself? Was I so right. nervous? Right. Was I not myself? <laughs> when did it change for you then? Well, I think once, you know, you start, I think it's just a time deal. I think, you know. Hour and hour and hour, hour and after hour, hour right. year after year, and then certainly after Idol. I mean, yeah. and you got to be mentally on point. No matter, Even though it's pre-taped. You still gotta. Well, they're you know they shoot twelve hours with the auditions. Yeah, you have right? to say compelling stuff to all the contestants. <laughs> well, to not be redundant. <laughs> right. Well, that's the other thing. Yeah. Aren't you? Yeah, Luke is at the so when we're live, Luke's at the end of the table, and so sometimes I can tell he looks. Even though we rotate around, sometimes I can tell he looks at the other judges, thinking I was gonna say that. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Because you're trying not to be redundant, and right. then like, but then we're we're at the table, and you know we're I'm like for so many years Ryan has had to learn. How to let people down, or like how to. It's like you are a clinical licensed psychologist True. a million times over. Like you could, you could. You could handle any group therapy session because you've you've been snotted on, cried on, you know, boohoo, fainted on, fainted on, passed. I mean, passed out on. I mean, but it is uh, it's fun. We had a good we had a good uh, chat this morning. Both of us were having our feet worked on over the weekend. I was get, I was kidding him. Wow. I decided to get a pedicure for you guys because I know that you want to see me in some open toed shoes. Always, and, uh, yeah, and and so Ryan sends me. Um, he sends me the image of him getting his pedicure, and he's, his feet are like around some sort of um, <laughs> jello-looking aloe vera concoction that, um, you know, that I've, anyway. Mm. And so I, I was actually, I have a masseuse on the road that kind of works on my knees and my feet every day, and we were literally doing like the same footwork at the same time in various parts I, of the world I, I, I had i had to laugh at that but he's out on luke is out on tour i mean yeah yeah i'm yeah. out on tour and you know concrete stages and and it's funny i mean even like this year i've got a trainer out and he would like want to do like a hundred lunges weighted lunges a day and i would go to run up on stage and my legs oh, would be sore. like oh, they're like in cement uh, yeah, yeah it was like i was like dude we cannot do leg day out here anymore, and so because you're so, getting your workout anyway when you're well, running around. Well, so we stick to more core and upper body yes. stuff. But for you know, so that's what I'm saying. I mean, man, when you're out there in cowboy boots, running around, jumping around, it takes its toll. Oh yeah, man. You know, my we we've got a girl out on the road with me now. 
like literally, if you have a problem, she literally can work it out. Sits there, closes her eyes, like and doesn't stop till it's worked out. Yeah, and talks to <laughs> several different religions. And by the time you're done, by the time you're done, you're ready to rock. Uh, hey, listen, uh, Luke is performing on CMA Fest Wednesday at seven Central. ABC is going to host the 56th annual CMA Awards in November, and he, Katie, Lionel, back to uh, be the judges on American Idol. By the way, you can audition starting Wednesday virtually. Yes, for a American Idol. Yeah, and the virtual auditions are critical. I think a good part of our top 10 last year is is from virtual auditions and it opens up um so so many kids out there they're they're pre-programmed to sing and perform into their phones. So now that they can just and they can be admitted what, into What's the pretty show. cool is um uh, Megan uh, our showrunner mm-hmm. um Megan and I I'll be I mean, I've kind of have fallen down the TikTok wormhole of addiction, you know, to TikTok. <laughs> and so I'll see kids on TikTok and I'll shoot them over to Megan. And <laughs> and sometimes she's already, they're already oh, on her radar. Oh, and then yeah. sometimes, sometimes she finds a new one. So kids out there, put some TikToks up because we're watching for you. We're, <laughs> we're awesome. on the hunt. Uh, Luke Bryan, you're, you're a good friend, man. Thank you so much for coming by. Continued success, buddy. Hey, thanks for having me. It was a fun day on live and, uh, I think Ripa's safe, though. I still think Ripa, Ripa is safe. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. I mean, anytime we've ever gone to Vegas, and we're going in September. Right. As a show. Mm-hmm. Are we going to Martha Stewart's restaurant? Uh, yes, we are. Right, don't forget that, guys. No. Very so wait, is like, are we one of us supposed to make a reservation or like? Well, I mean, she did say she. I don't know if she's going to be there, but she said we could go. I really want to try it before. That's our. You know, we always do that yearly lunch at the festival. Yes, yes the Friday. <laughs> that's our yearly lunch. I yeah. think so. All right, where I get to ask where the food is coming from. Right, I'm excited for it. So you can bring your significant others. We're all in oh, it. Oh, we're doing that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I got to get Tiny to come, so I have to invite Robbie. (laughs) Uh, All right, listen. So you're always excited before you go. You're anticipating. You can't sleep the night before. It's Vegas. Yeah. But imagine if this happened. Sissy, what really went down? Well, it was a huge, it was a monsoon that went through Las Vegas late last week. It flooded casinos on the strip. It turned the streets into rivers. People were stranded in their cars. They had to be rescued. Cars were abandoned. Like, Trees fell down, and there was multiple casinos that had just floods of water coming in from the ceiling, from the light fixtures, from the uh, like the circus sports, like the whole wall that you see, like we watch like all the sports. Yeah. One of those just busted through, and like the whole plasma TV fell down, the flat screen fell down, and like it was just like waterfalls of water blasting through all of the walls of some of these casinos. And so, yeah, if you're there for a bachelorette weekend or just you just thought it was going to be a hot. I can't tell you how many times I've gone to Vegas at the end of July and it's just super hot. 110 degrees. Well, it's the like, one whatever. thing I don't think is going to happen in Vegas. Exactly. soon, especially inside. It rained here last night. Well, yes, but this is nothing compared to like what they got in Vegas. This true, is like true, nonstop. True. And apparently the crazy thing is that it's monsoon season. And so this could happen again in Las Vegas. But it just surprises me that they're not built for something like so, this. So would you continue gambling if the <laughs> flood gates were open 
I saw video of people, they kept playing while water was dumping on their slot machines. Well, because if you're in it, like, I don't want, I want to make sure and I get well, my money no, out. Rain, rain's good luck. So, like, they could be, like, stoked. This wasn't rain. This was flooding of interior <laughs> casinos. Yes, this was insane. Uh, and the damage, you know, it, it's uh, got to be huge because these are not small-scale rooms and technology. No. Imagine all the people that were staying in some of these casinos are like, I'm sorry, we need to relocate you. <laughs> it just ruins your whole vacation, I think, if you're there. But luckily, you know, nobody was... No, I think it should be a plot twist in Ocean 17, though. Ooh, I'm down. Right? Yeah. The floodgates go in, the cameras go down. What happens? I like it. On air with Ryan Seacrest. That's going to wrap it for us tomorrow. We're back with a second date update. Sisney's got you till 11 o'clock. That's Have right. a good one. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.